Hello and welcome to the news at midday on Joy 99.7 FM and affiliates across the country. Coming up, health authorities in Yayawasu West Municipality are scrambling to investigate the escalating cases of upper respiratory tract infections, which persist as the predominant health concern for the third consecutive year. It's seen here once again that upper respiratory tract infection is stopping in the years that we have been in existence. This year, look into these conditions that we have classified as upper respiratory tract infections. Pressure piles on President Okufuado as United Nations ask him not to sign the Human Sexual Rights and Family Values Bill 2024 into law, warning its adoption would pose a serious threat to the protection of human rights in the country. Former Deputy Attorney General Joseph Pekka back calls for President Ekufado to ascend to the bill, dismissing suggestions the bill in its current form is unconstitutional. Then in the end, men have married men, women have married men. We curtail procreation. I will say that for now, you know, the circumstances of our times, I will say that for now, we, he needs to ascend to it. My name is Sweetie Abochi. Let's get into the details. Health authorities in Yayawaso West Municipality have launched an urgent investigation into the escalating cases of upper respiratory tract infections, which persist as the predominant health concern for the third consecutive year. The agency is compounded by a simultaneous rise in hypertension cases, propelling health officials to swiftly uncover the root causes behind the surges. My colleague Michael Ashali has more in the following report. Upper respiratory tract infections continue to surge, claiming the top spot among the 15 leading causes of morbidity for the third consecutive year. Rosemont Asasi gave the breakdown. It's seen here once again that upper respiratory tract infection is topping in the years that we have been in existence. Exposure to air pollutants has been linked to respiratory illnesses, including URTIs. In her address, Dr. Louisa Ademki Mbate, the Municipal Health Director, underscored the significance of deteriorating climate conditions and their potential impact on the prevalence of respiratory infections. We know also the relationship between air pollution and non-communicable diseases such as chronic respiratory diseases like asthma, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and even the cancers. Desmond Appiah, Clean Air Fund's country director, stressed on the need for investigations and specific policies in the municipality to address the growing health concerns. Identify the things that are happening around those areas that may be leading to that pollution, just so you can be able to target your, your actions. Like the adage goes, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Translating it in relative terms, wearing a nose mask daily acts as a protective shield, keeping health concerns at bay. This story was a collaboration with new narratives. Funding was provided by Clean Air Fund. The funder had no say in the content of the story. For Joy News, Michael Ashali. The showing of Joy News documentary Sick Hospitals nearly disrupted Parliament sitting on Friday. The documentary, which details the hopelessness in a number of public health facilities in Ghana when it comes to the basic equipment, was shown on the large screens of the House of Parliament as part of ranking member in the Health Committee Kwabuna Minta Ankando's debate of the President's message on the state of the nation. But some NPP MPs, led by the first Deputy Speaker Joseph Oseyousu, will not allow that. This Kwabuna Minta making his presentation on the state of the healthcare in Ghana and showing the documentary. The state of Ghana 
especially in the health sector, is that now our hospitals are lacking basic health equipment. Let's look at if you go to 37, we don't even have MRI there. 37 of all places, the MRI has been has broken down, and yet it has not been fixed. Let's look at the state of Ghana is that the nurses who completed their nursing education since 2020, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2024 are still at home. From 2020 till today, they are all at home. That is the state of Ghana as I speak to you now. Whilst a lot of them are leaving the country, the shores of Ghana, those who have completed for the past four years are still at home. That is the state of Ghana. The speaker, the ambulances we bought, about 300 of them, less than two years down the lane, about 100 of those ambulances have been grounded. That is the state of Ghana. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, what we have in Ghana now is what we call sick hospitals. Hospitals that are sick. Yes, sick hospitals. Yes, Mr. Speaker, with your permission, and I have already cleared with leadership. I have a video. And it is only one minute, 30 seconds. I've already cleared with leadership, and I want us to play, if you, you permit me, the audiovisual people to show us. And I'll show the other members the sick hospitals I'm talking about. This it is an ultimate walk of shame for any visitor to the Sandema Hospital in the Bulsan North District of the Upper East Region. If you are blindfolded, dumb and the cloth is pulled from the eyes. Under, you never guess that this place is a hospital. The walls are dirty, faint, and the ceiling is As well as work, health workers that provide support to this minority group. Now, here is a news desk report. Right, we'll bring you that sound later. But moving on, former Deputy Attorney General Joseph Didiok Penga is backing calls for President Okufuado to assent the bill to law. LGBTQ plus lobbyists have argued that the bill in its current form is flawed and unconstitutional. Speaking on Current Affairs Program News File, Board Chair of the Center for Democratic Development, Professor Audrey Gajapo, said the bill seeks to infringe upon the fundamental rights of a section of Ghanaians. Moving on, victims of Ashaiman military brutality have petitioned the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbin, to fast adoption of the committee's report to enable justice to be served. It's been almost a year soldiers invaded the Ashaiman community following the murder of a young soldier, Trooper Imuru Sharif. In a petition signed by regent of the Ashaman, lamented about the delayed justice for victims of the March 7th incident. Enes Nogbe is member of parliament for Ashaman. Uh, to that effect, a statement was made on the floor by my good self, and the speaker directed that the Committee on Defense and Interior look into the matter, a committee which I coincidentally belong to as well. So the committee had finished its work for almost three to four months ago. Uh, the report was laid on the floor, uh, was distributed to members, but has since not been taken. And you know, time is of essence. The people are up in arm, the stakeholders, the residents, the victims, they, 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 they were up in arms. And so they have just uh, decided to petition the speaker to fast track the situation 
and uh, to make sure that the report is being taken so that the recommendations uh, as outlined by the committee uh, be, be, be adhered to. Now, let me take, let me bring you that news desk report on the United Nations joining calls for the president not to sign the bill. The United Nations urged Ghana's president not to sign the Human Sexual Rights and Family Values Bill 2024 into law, warning that the adoption of the discriminatory legislation could pose a serious threat to the protection of human rights in the country. According to them, the immediate targets of the bill are sexual and gender minorities who are already bearing the brunt of a rise in violence and discrimination. The UN experts said the implications of the law go far beyond these specific targets, tearing at the very fabric of human rights and democracy in the country. They also added that the law, which passed its third and final reading in Parliament on 28th of February, violates the substance and spirit of fundamental human rights principles and obligations. The experts noted that among the most egregious aspects of the proposed legislation is an absolute ban on any group or organization advocating or providing services or support to groups working on issues of non-discrimination and inclusivity on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity, which could result in prison sentences of up to five years. The experts added that the bill, when passed into law, would affect a significant number of human rights defenders and organizations, as well as health service providers. It also includes an obligation to report any known violation of the law. And that's how we wrap up here for Joy, um, what the news on Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Sweetie Abochi. This is more. Please stay. Joy 99.7 FM.